up, buddy? Not too much. How, How you, you doing? doing? I'm doing good. Didn't totally catch you off surprise on that one, did I? No, that was a quick start. I Thanks. Like All right. Get those juices flowing. <laughs> we weren't totally talking shit about someone's healthcare homepage or something. And I just totally... People just trying to get you to like their shit on Facebook. Like, I don't know you. No, totally, man. I want to totally like the... Uh, you know, the home health care aid of Youngstown, mm-hmm. Ohio. That, Hospice care of Grafton. That I knew this person on, I don't have Facebook anymore, but when, you know, there would be someone on Facebook that I haven't talked to since, you know, junior year of high school. They're mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. they add you as a friend. You're like, okay, I guess. Right, yeah. And then they're like, immediately like, well, like my home health care, I have a hospice thing in Strongsville, Ohio. Do you have anyone that needs to go in the hospice? And no. it's like. If I do, and the last thing I'm doing is going on Facebook to look it up, I'm going to ask my doctor or the, the person's doctor. Hey, what like, person do I randomly know from high school that I don't actually know that can provide these services that are very important? I'll definitely go with them instead of, you know, Google researching. Yeah, and looking up reviews. And you look up the reviews, it's like 3.2. It's like, my grandma was in there, and they beat her to death and sold her liver and, and organs through the back door. I like... I like when the people on the nursing home ones are crazy because you will see like people that just back their gram and be like, yeah, the nurses were stealing all of her stuff. <laughs> she was also in fourth stage dementia. Like, uh, well, thanks for putting that on there. You at least added the context, even though you don't seem to understand. Or they like, they were stealing her money. Well, how much money did, did she have a bunch of cash laying around in her fucking know, the room that I wasn't aware of? Like, you know, bingo nights get crazy. <laughs> and they win those trinkets at that thing. You know, they're not even winning real money. Like, they're winning trinkets at the... She was stealing my trinkets from bingo night. Yeah, but you know those old people side bet that bingo. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Dude, I'm not going to hate on that. I'm not... I I, I didn't get the quote-unquote gambling gene. You know? I was never... I owe you some money, by the way, still for... Eh, no, I'm not worried about it. Okay. But I still owe you money. But, um... <laughs> I, I never really that like that's how much I gamble is like <laughs> I owe you some money from a, a bet we had you put on. Mm-hmm. Um, why don't the, we talk about the, the bet. brownies to go? Yeah, all that's a the good way. that's a good topic that we didn't talk so, about. Uh, you, me, and Pete, my uh, girlfriend's father. I'll put twenty five on the Browns at uh, I don't know what's that uh, sixteen sixteen to one six no yeah yeah because we went four hundred dollars so. We win the Super Bowl, we'll get $400 out of our $25 bet. And then I also put 25 on the Browns to win the division. Basically, uh, counting on the Steelers not being back to their normal form. And uh, just feel like Lamar is bound to have an injury. Well, so Steelers are... not a great bet. Eh, it's not a terrible bet either. I mean, that's not the worst bet in the world. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think I think that would win... Uh, that was 25. I think it would win me like... 50 or something, 50 or 60, something like it's that. Like, so it's we're like, obviously, we're obviously, you know, touted to maybe win it. You know, I think it's between us and Baltimore if I had to look at the odds. Um, I don't think Cincinnati has much of a chance unless Joe Burrow comes out. And um, Well, Steelers also have, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if the odds, the odds are probably skewed towards the Browns because they're a sexy fucking team. Yep. Offense out for days and kind of that underdog thing. And then uh, the Steelers, I mean, they got, you know, they're like Ohio State. They have fans all over the country. I, I think, you know, Ohio State's more people go to school there and leave. Um, but also just because they're good. The Steelers, you know, they have, like, the Browns backers. They, they've they got clubs. Steelers travel really Steelers well. Steelers fans travel really yeah. well, dude. Like, 
I, I mean, when the Browns were bad, obviously the Steelers fans came to the Cleveland. It was one thing. But I remember mm-hmm. I went to, forget where I was, oh, uh, like Myrtle Beach. There were just as many Browns backers bars there as there were Steelers backers bars. And uh, and a lot of them go down there to retire or whatever, and they were just Steelers fans the entire time. And, <laughs> man, I'm already burping. Um, so, yeah, no, that, that that's not a terrible bet. I think um, I would have probably the Ravens are still the – the the front runner, I'd assume the Browns are second and the Steelers are a really close third. It also depends, you know. Ben looked really old, um, but Ben also threw for like what four hundred plus yards against us in that last playoff game. So yeah, I mean that I, that turned into their problem at the end of the season though, when Ben's lighting it up, but they're throwing the ball fifty or sixty times. Uh, I got the DraftKings odds. Ravens are plus one twenty five. We're plus one forty five. So we're the the Ravens are slightly favored. Steelers are four hundred and Bengals are two thousand. Yeah, so the I like I don't think the Bengals did much to improve the offensive line, which I think was kind of the joke in the draft was mm-hmm. like, no, nah, they'll improve the uh, offensive line, and the meme was like, yep, and then they drafted a wide receiver, and everyone joked, and then they actually did draft a wide receiver in the first round, not mm-hmm. you know, yeah. Um, I think that plus one forty five action. Now that I see that, I think when when I placed it, it was probably like one sixty or something like that. I remember it would it would basically cover my other twenty five dollar bet if I would have won. So. Oh okay, okay, not terrible bet. I mean, one of the best running back duos in the league, one of the best wide receiver duos in the league. Um, got a stud tight end. You know, they improved the defense like crazy. I mean, mm-hmm. did you hear? Uh, I think Travis Kelsey basically said he was in town for uh what is it jarvis landry's home run derby and baseball event yep softball event yep uh yeah he basically said uh somebody asked him about the browns and uh you know he basically he's from the the cleveland area right yes yeah um, Travis is from around here played for cincinnati um so he he's kind of in a spot there he didn't give him like locker room material but i think he basically said you know the browns are they're one of the contenders with us. Well, he said, and I, I didn't, I, I watched some of it. Um, Cause then there was some with him and Bernie Kozar talking about how much they love Cleveland. Mm-hmm. And Travis Kelsey pretty much said like, this is my home, but you know, my yeah. team is my team. You know, yep. like um, the way I, I mean, I, I think, so I just looked it up. He said uh, they're neck and neck. Um, you got like a week one rivalry. So rival, well, not rivalry, but, you know, oh, coming yeah. off of the, the playoff game last yep. year, it's kind of a, 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 a marquee, I guess I'd say marquee. It's not rivalry, but it's kind of a marquee thing. Um, measuring stick for the Browns, if they don't do too well, or, you know, if you lose the game, I think that, that game will tell you a lot about the team. Chiefs, they could go the way of the Seahawks really fast. Their offensive line has fallen apart, and... I mean, well, Holmes looks like a fucking god on the field, but you know if that offensive line crumbles, that can change quickly. Well, and then Le'Veon Bell was out talking garbage about Andy Reid. Did you hear about that? Of course, I I haven't. But we look it up real quick. But so so for some reason person. he was blaming Andy Reid for stuff, and he was the reason that they didn't win or something like that, and in the Super Bowl. And I'm like, damn, Le'Veon Bell, you you you're not really. No one really touts you anymore. Like on the Chiefs, he didn't. I mean, he's good, but it wasn't like he he was at Pittsburgh. You know, he said he'd retire before ever playing for head coach Andy Reid ever again. And then uh, Tyron Matthew just said something about uh, people. uh, These fellows will blame everybody for their lack of success. That's how I know I'm built different. 
So I don't know. Is he is he still supposed to play for the Chiefs? I thought he... so. Unless they sign him for one year. That's a good question. Well, I mean, he's not going to play. For... Yeah, right. He's, he's you know. Uh, he signed a one-year contract for one million dollars. That was in 2020. So yeah, so he's a free agent he's then. An unrestricted, unsigned free agent. Talking shit about the about the former Super Bowl. Andy Reid, who was like gone from being that guy that fucks up in the playoffs to being like everybody's he's one of the best coaches in the NFL right now. Yeah. Which I think we've talked about too, like how fl- how fast that uh script flipped from him being like he's gonna Andy Reid it. To, well to yeah, he won it. Oh, won, he's one of the best ever now. Well he won a Super Bowl and then he went back to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it seems like he always had a hand in picking drafting people, you know what I mean? Like he dra- mm-hmm. he had a hand in drafting Patrick Mahomes, he had a hand in tra- uh, Kelsey, he had the hand in Cream Hunt, you know. And if Cream Hunt wouldn't have gotten in trouble and ended up here, um, you know, I I yeah. And then he ran into Tom Brady. Yeah, well, he ran into that defense. I mean, I, I'm, that defense, that defense, dude. That's right. They only scored in nine or ten. Yeah, nine points, I think. And and. Uh, Patrick Mahomes did nothing but run for his life the entire game. Yeah, nine to thirty-one. That was that was literally one of the most boring Super Bowls. We had that big Super Bowl party here. Mm-hmm. Um, no, we didn't because of COVID. I mean, it wasn't big. I, I guess you're right. It was like nine was, but we probably shouldn't have had that. But I guess doesn't matter now, right? COVID's done. Yeah. Eh. No, that was safe. That was one of those safe parties. Because I had plexiglass up all Because we had, we had two people that confirmed had it. Yep. And were well over it. And then everybody else was in their little bubbles. Like, we yeah. talked about that that whole time when we hung out. Yeah, you're right. We all just had little bubbles that were, I mean. So I worked from home. A risk at, at, at some points, but. Yeah. Well, I worked from home. Shane works in a machine. You know, Shane works in a machine the whole time. His wife. working from home. But his, all, a lot of my stuff was online. Yeah, and then Shane's wife works from home. And then. And we invited the, the few people that we would have hung out. Like, for you. Shane was your social people. Like, yeah. Bob came over with me. Yeah, no, yeah, no, now, now that you say that, that was a pretty, a pretty, but it was a very boring, like, that Super Bowl, I remember, like, just kind of disappearing a bunch, like, not disappearing, but, like, I'd come back, I'm like, all right, that's, this is what's happening. That was, um, good for Tampa Bay, I suppose. Um, I don't know. They're not, like, a franchise that I felt, had they, they never won it, had they? I don't think so. Oh, no, they beat the Raiders. They did with um, John Gruden. Yep. Yeah, you're right. And really... Uh, I guess I just don't know about their franchise and their fans too much. And really, it was the former Colts co- coach that went and put that team all together. Then John Gruden took over and just kind of... Yep. Yep. And then got to beat his old team. Yes! His old team, who was still apparently using a bunch of his play calls, which drove their center to go fucking for on a bender in Mexico. Yeah, because <laughs> he was like, "Oh, we're gonna we're gonna change up all the play calls and the signaling the week of the Super Bowl." Yeah, you know, well, that's when you would change. Not it. even during the two week break, like immediately after the next game, like the week of, they were like, "Hey." Well, I assume when Stipe is fighting for the title, or was fighting for the title. That his coach is like, all right, three days before the fight, we're going to do a completely different fight game plan. You know, I've been telling you, I don't know if you remember this, but they, they had a Klitschko corner thing they used to scream at him. And then people figured that out. But 
you know, Klitschko corner, Klitschko corner was something they would scream at him. I just imagine they were like, all right, instead of the Klitschko corner, you know, now we're going to do the uh, Ollie roll. Ollie roll, Ollie roll, you know, like, and he's yeah. like, what the fuck is the Ollie roll? But that, that never really happened. But I, I, I. That's one thing, though, too. They were yeah. literally trying to do, like, when, uh, when a baseball team all comes out because the guy comes on second base and like let's switch up all the signals real fast, um, but the center who's gonna be the one that gets blamed for every miscommunication that happens that entire game? They're like, he's melting down in the Super Bowl. Yeah, right. Like, no, we just changed our signs three days ago and everybody's cadence is wrong. That was like McNabb. Remember McNabb was reportedly puking at the Super Bowl because mm-hmm. he had party too hard the night before or whatever. Yeah. Oh, man. Tio still talks about it. Does he really? I think so. I mean, they clearly clashed there, and it doesn't seem like it's cooled down any time since since then. Yeah, I would say, you know, I don't know. That's a, that's a weird one. I was going to say, I thought McNabb could – do you think McNabb makes the Hall of Fame? He had a good career. No idea. He had a good career. Um I, I I follow enough to know I usually have a decent beat on who's gonna like make the MLB Hall of Fame, but just as far as the NFL goes, I'm not really sure, you know, what what exactly they're looking for. Well it changes it seems like every year. And the problem is then it's also every year now like there's first ballots that come in, right? And so mm-hmm. Donovan's probably not a first ballot, right? But then every year these first ballots come in. Like, Peyton's the first ballot. You know, like, it, there's all mm-hmm. these, yeah. Um, I don't know. I I, I, did, I always really enjoyed watching. I, I liked Donovan McNabb a lot. That, that was the whole era. Like, Donovan McNabb, Michael Vick, and uh, Aaron Brooks for the Saints. Those were, and they're all black quarterbacks, and they're all mobile. And that was my jam in Madden. So I always were big fans of those teams. Mm-hmm. And so I, I watched them quite a bit. He's got nine playoff wins, tied for the twelfth most of all time with Hall of Famers Kurt Warner and Jim Kelly and Russell Wilson, who will probably be in the Hall of Fame one day. Took the Eagles to the playoffs seven of eight years. He started more than ten games and won at least one playoff game six of those eight years. Reached the NFC Championship five of those seasons. Every eligible QB who's won at least nine postseason games is already enshrined. Really? You know, I heard... Uh, nine wins, four and a half losses. And during that decade, only Brady, Favre, and Manning won more. So he's got a really good chance. I mean, he never won yeah, a Super Bowl. Sounds like it. Um, you don't really ever... You never really heard Don McNabb being in trouble in the, the media or anything, which was mm-hmm. nice. Yep. Um, and basically his biggest knock is that he never won at all. And he was never he never led the NFL in inter major passing category. So he was just a long time consistent pretty good bet. Yeah, and they went to the Super Bowl. Never first team all pro. Well, I mean that's you're running up against Manning and Brady. No, he's in the NFC. So Oh yeah. He would have been Kurt Warner though. Kurt Warner and who'd have been NFC at that time? Drew Brees? Probably. Um, Most of it, yep. Or a lot of it. Towards the end. And I apologize for dogs barking, but there's apparently a fireworks show going off outside. I don't know if that translates over the mics, but... 
one of our dogs, one of my dogs is adopted. Uh, all my dogs are adopted, but and apparently they're very upset about fireworks right now. So, ooh wee. Uh, so he. Oh, and, and probably Eli Manning, huh? What do you know? What year he retired? Two thousand and twelve. Two thousand eleven was his last year with Minnesota. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna step out and take a look. Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Hasselbeck, Delhomme. What is going on? I think the doggos are upset by fireworks. Can you imagine that, folks? Dogs don't just like loud, random noises that shake their house. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, man. That, that... You should be sorry, because you're lighting off fireworks as we're doing this podcast. That's, that's just a bad decision. Yeah, that's totally me. Fucking idiot. I mean, it doesn't help that... So I have three adopted dogs, and one of them is very... Uh, uh, what's the term... Was abused a lot before it came here. Um, it wasn't abused. Uh, long story, but it doesn't like loud noises. <laughs> and uh, she's trying to figure out why there's so many loud noises. And then when she's barking, the other dog, the Raven, my biggest dog, um, also adopted, but she's a German Shepherd. She don't care about loud noise. <laughs> she can give a fuck less. So now she hears that one barking, and she thinks they're playing, and then they start playing, and then. Anywho, so probably Eli Manning, um, where Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers, maybe Brett Favre even too. But that was probably yeah. Brett Favre. Yep. You are correct. So, um, yeah. So he got drafted what ninety nine by Philadelphia. Anyway, yeah. So I wonder if he'll make it. I, I assume he'll be one. I don't think he'll be first ballot. Um, but he was always a good quarterback. I, I remember having him and To on a fantasy team. Um. And, like, when they went off, they went off, and I won by 40. When, you know, they had a bad game or T.O. had a bad game, he's out there screaming at him on the sidelines. Um, I had a bad game. <laughs> so, uh, I got to ask you, what are your thoughts on the most recent uh, Batman news? Ooh, I, I don't know. I don't know the news. Tell me the jams. What's the juice? What's the word on the um, So I'm going to read this article. I'm okay. going to read this paragraph. In the eyes of DC Comics, Batman is a fighter and not a lover. In a recent interview, the co-creators, executive producers of the fan-favorite Harley Quinn cartoon, let slip that a scene that was in the dark that the Dark Knight publishers have axed from the upcoming third season of the R-rated... So I'm trying to read this, and I'm bad. Uh-huh. I'm trying to read this. So they pretty much said that Batman won't go down on a woman. Why? That's It says that uh, we had a moment where Batman was going to go down a Catwoman. And DC was like, you cannot do that. You can absolutely not do that. So apparently uh, Batman doesn't go down on women. Because he's a fighter, not a lover? They didn't really say. They just said that uh, Batman... Uh, Batman doesn't. Oh, go- I mean, they just didn't want to portray oral sex in a comic. Did you ever see marquee did, comics? Did you Did you ever see the? It wasn't like a character decision, right? I'm saying they they said you can't put that in the comic. They did you ever see it. the killing the the killing uh, killing joke? Yeah. Did you ever see that movie? Yeah. Did you see they fucking how they did that sex scene? Mm-hmm. They couldn't just kind of sort of make a sex scene where. Dude, I went and saw that in theaters, and my poor buddy Steve, 
was sitting next to some girl. He's like, Joe, she was making like, like she was really into it. <laughs> they were having sex. And then, you know, that, that whole part was never in the actual comic books. They just had to make that as like, uh, the field time. But yeah, so, uh, Oh, it's, 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 it's a, it's worth noting that Harley Quinn has never been shy about exposing main characters, sexual, uh, suggestive situations. The first two seasons are filled with ultra violence, which I love that term, not to mention ultra risque sexual material. Yeah. Batman, on the other hand, is still Gotham's champion and he's not allowed to go down on women. Daryl, where are you at with Batman not going down on women? Um, the Cape Crusader. I don't. I don't know, man. I. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's too intimate for him. <laughs> I don't. There's. The, I guess what I'd be worried about is there's this whole thing about how going down on women is like, quote unquote, gay. Have you ever heard that? <laughs> it's like effeminate. If that's it's like uh it's not a dominant male thing to do oh it's not okay. that's uh i i don't uh, i've i've heard it specifically referenced um in terms to one uh racial community that it's like it's made to be like you're a fucking pussy if you eat pussy oh that's interesting uh, i don't want to call it out there i think it's kind of a a thing but i don't i wouldn't want to say it i'm not confident enough to, to say it huh yeah. that's certainly I love it. I'm up there with Michael Douglas. Give me throat cancer. I don't care. I chew. I smoke. I dip. I give it. Give it up. Me on the other hand, I'm waiting for marriage. I'm not gonna stop. I'm not gonna waiting for marriage. Yeah, until I do anything. Non-penetrative oral sex. Just anything, you know. Oh. We just hold hands. That's cute. Yeah. Sometimes we hug, but I think the Lord frowns upon that. You can hug. It's like uh, you can hug, you just can't like hold it and sway. Well, that in our crotch. It's like the whole Mormon thing. You can put it in, but you can't thrust in and out. You get one in, you can leave it. So what do you do? Like just jump up and down? No, no. You put it in and you leave it, and then you pull it out. That's it. You get one. You get one in, one out. Anything do, else is sex. Do the Mormons know how sex works? I don't know. Oh, good. I'm glad we're going to have religion on this one. But stuff for Jesus. Yeah. So then it was like, someone's like, they're like, heroes don't do that. So we said, are you saying heroes are just selfish lovers? Yeah, I don't get it. They're, they're the most, most of them are the most selfless people. And then it was like, and then DC responded, no, it's that we're, we sell consumer toys for the heroes. It's hard to sell a yes. toy. Hold on. It's hard to sell a toy if Batman is going down on someone. <laughs> <laughs> oh no but think of all the the going down figurines you can sell with uh you know you can also have the porcelain haired uh lady that he's going down on well the funny thing is it could be a two man it could be like salt and pepper shakers someone's so, <clears throat> someone posted a meme and it wasn't even a meme it was just a picture of uh deep diver batman and he had the Batmobile that, like, was a deep diver, you know, and he's in the yeah, suit. Yeah. He's like, it's like, look, you guys are all wrong. Batman's a deep diver. <laughs> so this came out, I, I think, just recently, like, a day or two ago. I mean, that's probably why uh, Talia al Ghul, like, you know, still stabbed him. 
Because even though he had sex with her, he didn't go down. If he would have went down, he might have rewrote the whole Batman Rises movie. It would have probably Batman been. Rises. It would have probably been like more of a love, like a rom com. Yeah. Yeah, and he would like maybe fought some guys, and then like the Joker would have been like, uh, who did he fight in that movie? I don't remember. Uh, Bane. Bane. So Bane would have been more of like a, a comedy. You know, like, hey, I'm Bane. I got the silly voice, you know. He just would have went down on <laughs> I got the silly voice. The whole hey. third act. He might not have got thrown into the prison. Yep. All of it. Man, I haven't watched those movies in forever. I got to watch those again. Those were good movies. Those were good comic book movies. Those were awesome comic book movies. That's like, like those in the Avengers are like the, 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 the prem Please of the prem. Knees. Yeah. Oh, cream of the crop? Cream of the crop. Yeah, the cream always rises. Yes. Yeah, those are those those movies are like like if someone's like, what's a good comic book movie? Like, watch some of these. You know, like even if you don't like comics, you know. You know what I've always wished about that Macho Man interview, and you know he's the cream of the crop. He keeps pulling out the cream of the creams, and he's like putting them in Jean's pocket, and then he's pulling out another one. Yeah, throwing them, and he pulls out another one. Yeah, I just wish he'd put one in Jean's pocket. And slapped him on the chest, and it just went. Dude, so apparently, Mean Gene was loved in the back. In the oh yeah, yeah. You don't get to do that job for twenty years over two different companies by not being like well liked. Yeah, no. So Mean Gene was loved, like, and also another thing I didn't know: Mean Gene smoked cigarettes. So there was like these outtakes, and like some of them were like there was an outtake where a guy missed an uh, interview because he was too hungover the night before, mm-hmm. and just or too hungover from the night before and never showed up. And then Mean Gene would talk shit to him about it, like. <laughs> and I think one of them was Kamala. He's like, "Where are you?" Like, he's like, "Kamala," you know. And Kamala's not supposed to speak anything. <laughs> yeah. He's that, you know, he's like, whatever. And his his guys was, he's like, "Where were you?" And, the, and then, like, it got to the way where Mean Gene is harassed, like not harassing, but like ribbing him, to the point where the like Kamala's like, "Yeah, I was fucking the white bitches or something like that, dude." But Mean Gene was good. I also read a story where uh, before Jim Ross was huge, he was um, not read a story. I listened to a podcast. Jim Ross wasn't quite. Um, if you don't know who Jim Ross is, he, he was a longtime WWE commentator who is like Hall of Fame material, and, and he does AEW now, and he did boxing mm-hmm, and everything, mm-hmm. and um, he does a podcast and everything. Jim Ross is uh, from every sounds like a decent human being. Um, he was part of a like one of the old uh, Texas wrestling things, and he was out there as the ref. Mm-hmm. And he one, did that. Yeah. yep. And one of the guys beat him up for real in the ring, and it was supposed to be fake, right? Mm-hmm. And this guy was like, uh, he was known to be a badass, and he was known to be like, he, he was too stiff in the ring. Well, there was another wrestler that uh, saw Jim Ross came in and was like what happened to you? And he told him, like, this other wrestler beat me up. He, he went too stiff in the ring. So this other wrestler is a golden glove boxer and was also known to have, like, some hand strength competition thing that used to happen in the late 70s, early 80s, you mm-hmm. know? But, like, whatever. He made them schedule a match with him and that the wrestler that beat up Jim Ross. And he went in there and just worked him over because he beat up Jim Ross. Like, and the guy got in trouble for it. And, like, like he was supposed to lose... And he beat him up so bad, and then at one point just laid down in the ring and let the guy bend. <laughs> like, and so he got in trouble, and then he was like, I don't care, you know, blah, blah, blah. He beat up Jim. Yeah. 
You know uh, what you can also add to Jim Ross's list of accomplishments? He is now the mayor of Arlington. Is he really? Yes, he is. Arlington, Texas? Yep. The home of Hank Hill? Yep. The home of Bobby Hill? Yep. The home of Peggy Hill? Yep. Do I keep naming characters? You just keep saying yep. <laughs> you can if you want. <laughs> That's how you want to fill the last half hour. <laughs> really? I had no idea. It was... Mm-hmm. The Jim Ross. Yep. Won it in June. Is it like a... Oh, this was like last week. Is it like a ceremonial position? No. No. He just won it in just like June June 6th or 7th. That's wild. Yeah, so just like eight or nine days ago. Because he's like more of an Oklahoma boy, you know, or Oklahoma... Well, how do you say Oklahoma boy for that type of thing? No kidding. Well, good for him. He, uh, he has a barbecue sauce out, too. I know... He sure does. Yeah, I, I know there was stuff about him being kind of uh, a sexual harasser, I guess. I don't know if that's the right term. Like, maybe not sexual harasser, but, like, a little pervy. You talking yeah. about Jim Cornette now? No, Jim Ross. Jim Cornette, fucking a cuck. Uh, you could... But Jr. was also usually the straight man to the king, talking about fucking puppies, puppies. and all that shit. He'd be like, "Oh come on, puppies! We're here to wrestle." No, I think Jim Ross's wife died, and then he kind of went on the like, "I'm a fuck." Yeah, because the woman that I loved and told I would spend the rest of my life with is no longer here, so I have a free pass to fuck. Yeah, something like that. Good for him. He probably married her at like seventeen. <laughs> It was probably the only one he ever slept with, <laughs> and these these stories about him are probably like, yeah, he 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 came in and said, "Do you want to go to dinner with me?" And then we yeah, went right. out, and he made a couple of suggestions to me, and then I said no. And then we and... talked about his wife for an hour, <laughs> and he walked me home, and then said, "You know, maybe one day I could uh, touch your butt, maybe in the future." There's a lot of stuff about Jerry Lawler too. Oh, of course there is. Yeah, especially like the early Tennessee days. Of course there is. Yeah. He was king of the world, dude. Yep. He was king of that four-state world. Yep. He was... He I was like the man of his circuit. Yeah. I, like, this is all allegedly, so how do we say allegedly, allegedly, allegedly? Allegedly. Dude, last week we talked about gun stuff. Yeah, we did. And not today we're talking about sexual acquisitions of pro wrestling people. What are you going to do? Uh, allegedly. They're wrestlers. It's not like they're civic leaders and mayors and state senators anymore. It's not like it's Matt Gates who's a total pedophile. He is a total pedophile. Oh, yeah. Fuck that guy. Yep. Him and his stupid haircut. What? At what point? Do, like, this isn't a political thing. What point do you have that head, that fa- that head, and think that's a good haircut? I think you probably just show up at the barber and you're like, "Give me a haircut as stupid as this face." <laughs> And he goes, yeah, you want the Beavis. Yeah. <laughs> Go for it. And you know, that's, that's a very good point, Daryl. That, that, he, he, probably, he probably shows up. And, and then you get it once, and you're like, hey, fuck me up again. Yeah. Just, just give, me the, give me the regular, Jim. At no six year per- in the six-year period of getting this haircut do you ever go, man, people are right. I kind of look like fucking Beavis, a retarded fucking teenager from a 90s cartoon. Well, wouldn't you, like, and at one point, like, 
you would think he would argue that a little bit. Like, I don't look like, no, he yeah. just. Yeah. It's unfortunate he didn't change it before the whole pedophile thing. Because now if he gets it cut, people are just going to like, he's already well known. He's too well known. Yeah. They're going to lay into him if he I will say I loved when Trump showed up with the slick back hair. He showed up with slick back hair or something. I'm like, you know. Yeah. I'm like, dude, this is sweet. And I feel like we're picking on Republicans. So, like, I don't know. Name a fucking Democrat that does something stupid. We'll fucking make fun of them. All of them. All of them. They're all fucking (laughs) stupid as well. They all look like they're all wearing tweed jackets. I don't know. Tweed jackets and fucking Joe Biden is holding on to the the horseshoe you know like yeah, and he's smelling people and stuff. <laughs> all right whatever they're all they all suck yeah we're we're, we're, we're not a first of all it's not a political podcast also looks like beavis yeah second of all first of all we're not a political podcast second of all we'll make fun of all of them so like, before well, you I'm, let me get a little political again though because oh, they're all fucking shit up yep so we we go we, last week we're kind of like we didn't we didn't really have a, a a song picked and we're like hey what can you know i just searched public domain like what can we use what, besides using that awesome call from hank hill again and again and again well before before i cut you off mm-hmm. I'm, well before i'm going to cut you off so already <laughs> cut off <laughs> i was watching this hold on i was watching this video <laughs> hold on i had a story before the reason i told you to hold on all right go there was this video of these uh these people arguing with an hoa man like hoa you know uh-huh. what hoa is yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so them arguing with an hoa and he goes well i'm trying to explain myself but you keep cutting me off and he starts to explain himself and the guy goes i'm not cutting you off when he cuts them off and it was hilarious anyways sex ball um, most of the music used um, at the end of every episode is a Cleveland punk band mm-hmm. um, that is, they might have been signed, but like it was nothing that I don't think the DCMA is going to come after me for. So. Oh, I gotcha. So still playing a little fast and loose. Yeah, you know, that's how I, how I do it, fast and loose. Yep. They call me old fast. What's the name of that band? Which one? The ones we use. I can tell you right now, actually. People might email them and tell them if we give them the names, though. We should probably shout them out. Let them sue us if they want to. All right, so it was uh, the 666 pack. Drugs and Guns is one of them. Ooh, the 666 pack. Alligator, uh, Knife Gang, uh, Hide Your Children, Surrender Your Woman. Is a... oh, do oh, I need to name the band? AKG. Or do, you... do I need to name the band or the songs? Uh, I don't know. Uncle Scratch's Gospel Revival. The pa- oh, yeah, I know Uncle Scratch. The Pagans. The Alligators again, Perry Boo. The Pagans are Cleveland? Yeah. Okay. What's the shit called, Love? Uh-huh. Yeah, that's uh-huh. from, you're from Cleveland. That's and then uh, Hammer Damage, Down Syndrome, Brothers, and that's it. That's, uh, yeah. oh, and, um, oh man, what was Josh's band? We used them forever. Uh, Space Whale. Space Whale. So we had Space Whale. On oh, yeah, one. we haven't done a Space Whale. You know what, maybe I'll use In fact, some I don't think we ever did that on this podcast. I, I don't think, think that so was either. on, uh. Old, Some other crappy podcast. <laughs> the old, the precursor. Yeah. So no, I I, I always have uh, I I know their names and when I saved I, I I illegally download the songs from YouTube. But I mean, fuck it. I wasn't part of that. You weren't. I just want to make that clear. No, you weren't actually. Nope. No part of it. Um, but I'm trying to look. Then we have a bunch of Hank Hill stuff in here. These are all the sounds. I I'll save them. Put the name of the band on the. Mm-hmm. Name of the song and mm-hmm. it's always really good if we uh, mention all the illegal things we're doing right before I call out Walt Disney. 
for, for what? being a piece of shit. For what? <laughs> for changing the public domains. And now we can only get songs from like before 1920 because Walt Disney wanted to protect their properties. Property, yeah. And even though public domain used to be like 28 years, which would mean we could play anything from after 1993. So basically we could play anything that was pre-Nirvana and we would have been fine. But now Walt Disney's fucking just keeps changing the law, keeps putting people in their pocket, and public domain hasn't changed for fucking 90 years now. Meanwhile, they made all of their money off of public domain shit. No shit. Alice in Wonderland, Huckleberry Finn, Cinderella, fucking Mr. Toad, fucking The Lion King is based on fucking... uh, It's a double whammy with that, because that's based on, I think, Hamlet or some shit. Is it really? And then they also ripped it from, like, in a 90 or no like a 70s fucking japan uh, anime or cartoon and because the law is different for domestic and foreign works they could also rip that shit off without having to pay for it so comic books are kind of the same alice in wonderland all of it comic books are kind of the same way so like you'll see marvel dc and image and uh dark horse they have to use a character every eight years or it goes to whatever, nine years. Mm-hmm. So you'll see these people, all of a sudden Marvel or DC will come out with this random character from the mid-90s that no one cared about. But all of a sudden they're, they've got a title or they're in the, you know. He's in the background. Of the scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up, Gene Gray? Yeah, right. How are you doing, Hammurabi? Yeah. For like one was Night Thrasher. So it was like Night Thrasher was like. Oh, yeah, wow, Night Thrasher's coming to save the day, and he just shows up in one comic book, throws a fucking, you know, a, a, a rod at someone, hits him in the face, he's like, I'm Night Thrasher, and I'm by, I'm owned by Marvel. <laughs> Takes off. <laughs> what was the other one? Oh, uh, Terror Inc., who is one of my favorite comic book people of all time. Terror Inc. shows up in a Deadpool comic book, and, like, and, and, and Deadpool, actually, I, I gotta give the Deadpool comic books some of their stuff, he's like, Wow, it's weird, Terrink. We haven't seen you in nine years. It's funny that you've showed up now in my comic book, you know, because Deadpool always does the, uh, the, um... Fourth wall. Break. Yeah. Speaking of comic books, should we shout out anyone? We should shout something out. Okay. Uh, I know I've mentioned Arcanacast moving into new headquarters with a commercial space in Parma Heights at West 130th and Pearl Road, but, uh... That's in Parma Heights, huh? That is Parma Heights. And on West 130th, huh? Mm-hmm. Nice. And what, and does, Pearl. Uh, what do they do? What do they? Uh... They're made. They're there for all your custom gaming needs. Whether it's uh, you know dice themselves, I think that's really they would say their specialty. Okay. But uh, you know they can make a, a potted plant that looks like Groot, or you know like a, a, a plant pot that looks like that, or they make uh, a lot of dice holders nice. and uh, all kind of all the custom stuff you could ever you could ever ask for. Um, they're definitely interested enough in kind of the art and the the creative side of it so you know they they can kind of do whatever people want if they hit them up for jobs but they're also just so busy making the dice that's kind of their primary thing nice that's awesome the demand for that is off the charts with them is it that's um, awesome and good. they're very good at that but they're definitely interested in why well, i looked them up on we were talking uh, i sorry, sorry for cutting you off i looked them up on etsy yesterday they were like almost at a thousand orders and at five stars like mm-hmm. and every person that reviewed them was like these things came out great these are the best custom dice i've ever had you know so shout out to them that's awesome they do a good job um i think talks are are going far enough that we can say 
someone might have their own little comic book corner going on in the shop. I didn't know you sold comic books. Are you collecting nah, comics? I, not me. I have. I I own like twelve to fourteen comics, probably. What do you have? Um, there's this green guy called Mister Something. So do you just have? I, I'm just uh, I'm just curious because he was pretty cool. He was like a he was like a a Deadpool type guy. Like he was just always doing fucking stupid shit. He was, no, he's probably more like, I would say he's more like Howard the duck. Cause he's not a fourth wall. Well, he probably broke the, he was like between a Howard. Is the it duck. green? Do you not know, really know his name? Or? Uh, no. All I remember is he was just, just kind of green, goofy, like guy. He like, he, do you know Mr. Game and watch from like Nintendo games? Yeah. He was kind of like that. Like he was just kind of this, this fucking guy and he was just a loudmouth asshole and he was always uh just doing stupid shit and then there was a uh, S- savage lizard is that a guy savage dragon savage dragon yes. i got some savage dragons okay i actually i did have probably the best thing i had um i think i ended up giving them to my brother though um i had a bunch of ren and stimpy comics the ren stimpy's so some of those are actually worth some money actually yeah they probably are probably Dep- but it also depends like Dude, I have a Mario comic that you would. It's worth like thirty bucks for no reason, just because it's a Mario comic, mm-hmm. and they didn't. Well, much Nintendo of it. shit is popular. Yeah, it always will be too. Yeah, but no, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping to. Um, we're gonna talk with that. It sounds like I'm gonna talk with those guys and have a little comic area in there, and um, we'll figure it out, and um, we can talk about it on the uh, podcast every day that. I have a little comic area there, and I don't know, a little big. I, I mean, it's, I I don't know. So we're gonna figure that out, but it'll be fun. Um, I have quite the inventory here. Um, it, it it fills up this closet times. I mean, this room is just kind of. At this point, this room there's a closet with comic books, and there's also like everything just kind of spills out of it. So. Yeah, no, I'm gonna get some comic books in there, and uh, they'll have uh, maybe an arcade game, and they're just gonna kind of do their thing. And I'm uh, I'm psyched to be, um, you know, talk about them on my on our podcast, and, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and just psyched for my friends that they're doing something. Like, yeah, that's sweet. Yeah, should be pretty neat. Yeah. And I'm gonna go in there and just you know bend your corners and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime I'm in the shop. Open it up, like eat it with cheesy fingers, you know. Like, oh, I was gonna buy this, but there's cheesy prints Ooh, all Dorito over. Dorito hands, <laughs> right into the open bag. Well, that wouldn't be cool. <laughs> <laughs> this is all just an elaborate practical joke. I know, right? <laughs> the whole thing, the whole thing. Like, I'll, I'll come in. I'm like, why are all the comics covered in Cheeto dust? Yeah, we got you good, fucker. Got <laughs> you good, fucker. You're, you're excited about this. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so... Uh, did you watch the fights this weekend? I did. I watched all the fights. Yep. How was it? Good card? Bad card? Okay card? Decent card. Decent. Yeah. Uh, decent to good. Um, I will say there was a lot of... We, we, we had some people over. We cooked out, so... Um, you know, the Nate Diaz fight, that was a good fight. Um, really, the last, like, 90 seconds of that fight, Nate Diaz Nate Diaz rocked him. And he really should have pushed the pressure. I mean, I, I shouldn't say that. I, I, if I was a fighter, which I'm not, and I've, mm-hmm. you know, he really should have pushed the pressure. He, he, he rocked him to the point where the guy was shaking. 
and did he, instead of going for the kill, he kind of pointed at him and talked some shit. Yes. Oh, I can't imagine Nate Diaz. Yeah, and the guy, the guy Leon taking Edwards, his eye off the ball to take sh- talk. And that dude Leon, he's a great fighter, and he regained himself like pretty quickly. And I think Diaz thought he wasn't going to, but that was also like one like. So the whole fight, we're just kind of like, it was a good fight, but we're just kind of like, eh, Leon is kind of uh-huh. dominating it. You know, not dominating. Nah, he's winning. And, uh, man, he rocked him with a, he hit him with a left, a big overhand right, and he fucking wobbled. And instead of, like, running up and doing what you're supposed to do, you're right. He pointed at him and talked shit, and then he recovered pretty quickly. And uh, we were all cheering for Diaz. <clears throat> and he, 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 after that, he, he, he hit him a couple more times, but um, it wasn't there. Um, both the title fights are really good. Um, Moreno. Well, hold, hold up, though. Do you think Nate Diaz actually cares if he wins fights? Uh, I assume, any, yeah, I, I think he does. He's a competitor. Um, yeah, but I, I think that, for him, I don't think he gives a fuck if he wins or loses, like, I think he knows that he could have probably pressed it and won that fight. If he won that fight, he was he was fighting for the title next fight. Oh, was he? Yeah, it was very well out there. Has that... he ever held a title? No. Okay. So it was it was very out there that if Nate Diaz won that fight, um, he was going to fight for the title. Really? Uh, that's that's unconfirmed, obviously. But that I... that can't be right. It's... His last fight was a loss to Masvidal. Yep. It was very unconfirmed. But it was, you know, unranked Nate Diaz. If he wins this fight, we'll fight for the title next. Because he's a stud. It was like, um... Unranked Nate Diaz. It was like Brock Lesnar came... He he never fought... He didn't fight in fucking five years. And last time he fought, or three years or whatever, he pissed in a styrofoam cup and melted it. He comes in and pushes David uh, Daniel Cormier around. And they're t- saying he's going to fight for the title. You know, it's the same type of deal. Such a joke. It is. It 20 is. and 13. He's never won more than... He won five fights in a row once and four in a row once. Diaz is actually a really good fighter, but and the thing is they're, they're putting him up against a bunch of people that are awesome now, and he does... Like, don't. The other thing is Diaz trains... Diaz doesn't take time off. Like, he so runs he, triathlons, he runs this, he runs that. Oh, yeah. But the thing is... Is he really a good fighter, though? He's a good fighter. He's a really good fighter. I'd say he's a great brawler. He's a good fighter. Not a good fighter. You can't say brawler. Dude's, dude's the, one of the best Brazilian jiu-jitsu people in the game. He's also a fucking idiot. He is an idiot. Yep. He could have won that fight. He smoked a joint. He smoked a joint like the press conference before the fight. He smoked a joint that press conference after the fight because Arizona has really like you know loose laws. Up yeah. There. I mean that's what I was saying. Like I don't think he cares if he wins. Like I think he makes his money off of being Nate Diaz. Well, and he makes his money off his school, you know, and then makes his money, you know, Nick Diaz is his brother, and they run a school. I mean, I mean his fighting money. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he cares to be a champion. Um, I think it'd be neat, but honestly, I could see him losing a championship fight because he wanted to talk I guess, shit more than he wanted to fight. I guess, I, you know. He's not a champion. I guess not, that's what I'm saying. He he's, He is, his competitiveness has definitely gone down. Like, And I, I'm not saying I hate the guy. At all. I like that about him. His fights are always fun. Yeah. Always. They're always always fun. fun. And that's what I'm saying about 
That's how he makes his money. But at one point, you know, you're kind of right. It was Nate Diaz was like, he was like, if he was fighting you, he was mad he was fighting you. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, he's kind of like, yeah, I guess I see what you're saying. Um, yeah, but if you, the rumor was, and, and multiple uh, MMA. He wants to fight. He doesn't want to win. Well, I think he wants to win. He wants to win. If if you had to ask him, would you rather win or lose? He'd rather win. But would you rather win? Hold on, let me ask you a question. And be a champion, or would let you rather ask... be able to be Nate Diaz and talk shit? Let me ask you a question. You're gonna lose. You made kind of a stupid statement there. What's that? You're you're a fighter. Yeah. Do you want to win or lose a fight? If it's win versus lose, win. Every fighter wants to win a fight. That's what I'm saying. But if you told him. Hey Nate, you can win your next ten fights, but you have to fucking be a robot, or well, you that, can be Nate Diaz and talk shit the entire the time, is, and you'll go six and four. The thing is, the UFC is not like that anymore. With Connor, dude, Connor fucking goes and talks shit to everyone wants. Dude, I mean, but he's all—he doesn't talk shit as much in the ring. Who doesn't? Nate Diaz puts himself at a disadvantage with his shit talking. He did a lot more shit. This is the most shit talk I've ever seen him fight in a ring before. This one? Yeah. Was it personal for any reason? No. But he was doing a lot of standing at a karate stance and being like, giving like a, come here and fight it, and then running at him and hitting him. And I think that was a lot of his downfall. Like, um, you know, you're, you're Maybe the I'm guy. wrong. I, I kind of always saw him that way. I, the guy that's going to drop his gloves just to taunt somebody well he always dropped his gloves gloves and taunted people but like yeah i i i, I no i see both sides of the both sides of it, and I he see. and i guess that what i would say then even even greats like um i'm drawing a fucking blank right now well anderson silva silva talked shit the entire time exactly and he lost some fights he shouldn't have because he did that shit yep. and some of those were like Brutal KOs that happened out of nowhere because he was being a fucking idiot and wanted to dance. Well, it really only happened. Well, it's hard to say, but like the one with Chris Weedman where Weedman hit him and Silva acted like he was knocked out. Then and then Weedman was like, "Well, fucking, you're gonna act all weird. I'm fucking hitting you, you know." Yeah, yeah. But Silva, but the thing about Silva, Silva's on a much different level than. That's what I'm saying. Okay. They're the same personality, but Silva got away with it almost all the time. Dude, that, that, Nate there, Diaz doesn't get there away was with that. There's that uh, uh, Force Griffin and Stefan Bonner fight. He both did all that shit. Uh, Anderson Silva, that is, and did all that shit. And it, like it was just like you could see like the two slow white guys trying to hit him, and he was just having a good time. And mm-hmm. He was doing that shit in there, you know. Mm-hmm. And, like that was the fight. Force Griffin fight was like Force Griffin talks like he's like that was one of the worst moments of my life. Because, like, Forrest Griffin was giving everything he had, and Anderson Silva's, like, acting like a joke and doing this. Yep. Like, and it hits him with that random right hand and just knocks him out. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, I used to hate Nate Diaz um, for the exact reason. Yeah, he talked a bunch of shit. And then he beat Conor McGregor, and I was like, you know what? I like this guy. <laughs> no, <man. laughs> He's one of the few guys that I saw kick the shit out of Conor. <laughs> So and then awesome. he lost that Conor McGregor fight to him the next time. But after that, I just kind of yeah. liked him. And then I also kind of learned what Nate Diaz was. He's not a very smart guy. Um, he's been fighting since he was 15. He actually had a pro fight at 15, bare-knuckle pro fight, mm-hmm. in that gym where yeah. he beats up some guy who looks like me. Yeah. Just dominates him. You know, so. I, I don't I don't know that he's dumb either. 
I don't know if his brand is more, I'm going to be this guy and people like it. And that's more important for me to keep fighting and, and cashing paychecks than me winning. Or if he's just like, I'm going to fight this way because that's the only way I know how to fight. Well, I don't think it's a I brand. I think it's just who he is. I just yeah. think that he doesn't give a fuck. You know? Well, like, I would think the that that comes from the other thing. But yeah. I don't know what's driving it more. Just this is the guy I am and fuck you. Or if it's like at this point he's like, I'm going to make more money longer acting this way as opposed to being a champion. I'm really surprised his brother hasn't started fighting again yet. Yeah. How long has that been? He, the last fight, time he fought was Anderson Silva. And that was a fight where Anderson Silva, Nick Diaz, when uh, Anderson Silva was really, that was one of the fights Anderson Silva like was like, we're like, why isn't he engaging with him? Oh, because Nick Diaz is a stud and he doesn't want to. Um, oh, he hasn't fought since 2015. It was the Anderson Silva fight? Yeah. Yep. At one point in the Anderson Silva fight, he laid down. And did like a, a like a a pose, if you know what I mean, like a like yeah. a swimsuit pose. Yeah. The fight before that, he lost uh, a title. Sh- uh, yeah, he lost the fight before that too. So it, it was a title shot with George Saints. People. That's weird that he lost. To he lost. Con- you lost to no. Hold on. You're, are you talking two different people or no? Uh, no, Nick Diaz. He yep. lost to so he he beat BJ Penn. Yep. And this was after like a rip. He had won a bunch of fights before that he lost to carlos condit for the interim welterweight championship belt then pierre must have beat condit and gotten the belt and then diaz got the shot for the belt from and, he, and he lost to gsp right yeah lost to gsp yep. and then he had the no contest with silva because silva tested positive for drostenalone and endosterone and Diaz tested positive for marijuana. Get yeah. out of here! They both failed their drug tests. Dude, how you? What? What are they? Like, what? At what point is marijuana the thing that like you're like? Hey, well, it was 2015. It was okay, but it's still like at that point, like it's marijuana. He, you know, he's using it for <laughs> athletic performance mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. he went home. You know how it is. And relaxed and watched Netflix. <laughs> How many fights do you think Anderson Silva won 2013 on? 2013 on? Knowing that that Nick Diaz was a no contest. So after 2013, how many fights do you think Anderson Silva has won? Three? Wrong. How many? One. Yeah, because uh, he, he dropped down pretty quickly. Wow. Who And who did he beat? Uh, his last win, his last wins were... Uh, Sonin, Belfour, Akami, Sonin, Bonner. Then he lost twice in a row to Weidman. Got that no contest after he beat Nick Diaz by an unanimous decision. Lost to Bisbing. Lost to Cormier. Yep. Beat Derek Brunson. Derek Brunson. Then lost to Adesanya, Cannoneer, Jared Cannoneer. Yep. And Uriah Hall. I mean, I guess you did. He faced a bunch of monsters. <laughs> I mean, I give him that. Dude. You shattered your leg in your second loss to Weidman, and then you faced a bunch of he monsters. Never, he dude. never came back. He faced and that that whole Cormier fight wasn't even supposed to happen. That was uh, yeah. I was gonna say, I've kind of forgot that even happened. Uh, Cormier was at two hundred five. He was supposed to fight. Oh, John Jones and John Jones tested positive, and That's so they right. needed to make up the fight. And pretty much Cormier came out and said, "I'm gonna fucking." 
fight Silva, and he pretty much said, like, Cormier got hit, like, three times and was, like, just took him down over and over and over. It was a terrible... That was UFC 200, right? Uh, Cormier? Yeah, Cormier and... Uh, yep, yep UFC was. 200. That was the worst UFC 200, because that was also uh, Brock Lesnar versus Mark Hunt, and uh, Brock Lesnar mm-hmm. did the same thing, just held down Mark Hunt. Mark Hunt hit him, like, three times, and you can see Brock Lesnar, like, I, I don't get hit like this. This is bad. I don't know. And Brock Lesnar got popped uh, for pissing in a styrofoam cup that melted, too. So, yeah. Wow. UFC 200 was so, you know, I and, I had a bunch of people come over to where I lived at the time, and uh, they all left, like, by, like, the third or fourth fight. Like, this is terrible. This is bullshit. Like, yep. Uh, so, so what else happened? There's the Maya Muhammad fight, Marino Figueroa. The Marino fight was good. Um, he, you know, he was cut by the UFC at one point. He was the lowest seed in the ultimate fighter at one point, uh, came back and he won and he won, um, you know, absolute fashion of, uh, dominance. No shit. Uh, yeah. Um, that was a good fight. Um, Adesanya Vittori. Uh, that fight was good. Um, it, uh, you know, it was good for me as someone who likes MMA. Everyone else was kind of like, uh, you know, it was a good fight. Chess but it was, match. It was, I wouldn't even say a chess match. Asanya was throwing tons of leg kicks um, and just kind of lighting them up on the on the feet. He would go and take them. Uh, Vittoria, what, what's the name again? I'm sorry. Vittori. Marvin Vittori. Marvin Vittori. Would take him down and Asanya would pop right back up. And at one point, like, he would just, uh, Martin was just holding uh, Sanya up against the fence. And, it, you know, at one point, like, I think the third or fourth round, near the end of the round, you know, Sanya's grabbing his butt and making a joke out of it. Oh, uh, um, yeah? Yeah, because he kept trying to take him down. He couldn't take him down. And he would take him down, like, here or there, and then he would pop right up. Um, Sanya just was laying leg kicks like crazy, just, you know, just standard, was working everything, stand up. He's boring. He's like dominant and boring as shit. Adesanya. Yeah, he can be. Yeah. I forget his last fight. Um, uh, Blackowitz, who I would think he's probably gonna fight again pretty soon. No, that was for the two hundred five title. Blackowitz was for the two hundred five title. So he remember he came up to fight for the two hundred five title. Oh, gotcha. And that was. So that he's w- going back down. That's right. Well, he's he's back down to his normal weight because he's the, yeah, the yeah, one eighty five yeah. champion. Yeah, he fight for the two hundred five title and, and then realized. He can't hit as hard as the 205 guy is, you know what I mean? Because he hit him sometimes, but it was just like, it didn't affect him like, a, you know, like him hitting 185. Hmm. He still won, though. Who did? Adesanya. He oh, did. no, he lost that one to Blackwoods. That's right. Yeah, that's the 205 title. That's yeah. right. You're right. Yep. I'm dumb. Nope. So, yeah, he fought that, uh, he fought Blackwoods and the... That was like where John Jones is like, "Hey, I want to drop down to two hundred five and fight that well, guy." That's again. actually kind of crazy. What's that? Just that that middleweight at Adesanya and for Blackowitz at the light heavyweight. Those divisions are terrible. Uh, well, it's not terrible. Well, yeah. I mean, they're not great. Is all I would say. Two hundred five is really tough right now. Like, you lost Cormier, you lost John Jones. Mm-hmm. Um. I someone went to Bellator recently, like, because that Blackwoods is like thirty eight or thirty nine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he won't even be around much longer either. 
craziness. Craziness. Justin Bieber's out for 10 days, you know that? Shane Bieber? No, Justin Bieber. He fell off the stage. Oh, did he really? Yep. Oh, I thought you were talking about Shane Bieber. Shane Bieber out too? Yeah, Shane Bieber's out too. Fuck! Yeah. 10 days? Something like that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, shoulder injury. That sucks. And then there's a picture from, uh, I want to say the Rays that's out for a while that was blaming the MLB because he couldn't use a sticky substance on his fucking glove. Yeah, I I don't know. Uh, I don't know the full details about that, but I was like, you're not supposed to use sticky stuff on your glove, you dolt. Yeah, Tyler Glasnow. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the thing, too. Somebody uh, on our team got fucking pegged by the Chicago or... Chicago or Detroit, they clearly showed him with, um, it was Karinczak. I remember that. He yeah. definitely had something on his glove. And then yep. it's this whole situation where it's like, everybody's doing it. Yep. I don't know what they're going to do about that. So now they got this new policy in the, in the makes. I don't even know anything about that. I'm going to look it up before the next podcast and maybe we'll talk about it. But they're talking like mandatory 10 days and they're saying that they're going to have the umps maybe come out and check more than they have been because I don't think I've ever seen So you check. play baseball yeah. weekly, right? Mm-hmm. Do you pitch? I don't think I have pitched this year, but I do. I probably will pitch tomorrow because okay. uh, someone's on vacation. Do you put sticky stuff on your glove? Uh, my shit. I never, I always forget to put some, like, pine oil on my bag or something yep. and bring it there. So you wipe your butt? I, I stick my finger in my ass. Nice. Like, uh, Do you smell it first? I, like, I make it look like I'm tucking my shirt in. Do you smell then, it first before you do it? No, there's usually enough there. I don't wipe well. Oh, okay. So, uh, so you don't have a bidet? No. Wow. No. I mean, I do, but I don't use it for cleaning. <laughs> for drinking water, water fountain? It's, it's for drinking while on the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> and for fun stuff. <laughs> That's it. It's, well, for, it's for pleasure, not business. All right, well, on that note, we're going to get out of here. <laughs> That's how you want to end it. Yep. That's perfect. Fuck Walt Disney. Matt Gates is a pedophile. All right, talk to y'all later. Matt Gates later. is a pedophile. Saw it in books. I read it on tape. Something Anything It could be better